As a certified sex therapist, I get a lot of questions from people about erectile dysfunction. And one of the things that causes me to feel so much sadness and empathy towards people is when partners of people with erectile dysfunction reach out and share that their partner is avoiding sex and they just don't know what to do. So I want to talk a little today about exactly that, how erectile dysfunction causes so many people to avoid sex. Hi, I'm Dr. Heather Anglin. Welcome to the Great Sex Podcast. I'm a certified sex therapist and a licensed clinical psychotherapist. And I want to answer all of your burning questions about love and sex because I want to empower you to have the best love and sex life possible. Today, I want to talk about erectile dysfunction. And specifically, what I want to talk about is what happens when someone has ED, what happens when it starts, what happens when it continues. When someone has erectile dysfunction or ED, as I'm going to refer to it for the rest of the podcast, oh, it is so hard on both partners and it is way more common than people think. In fact, people would be in shock if they realized how many people have erectile dysfunction. By the year 2025, 325 million people worldwide will be struggling with erectile dysfunction. That's a lot of people. And yet it's a thing we don't talk about very often. And if we did talk about it, I think it would help people a lot to work through ED and manage it in the context of their relationship. But for the person with erectile dysfunction, Ooh, it causes so many different emotions. The first thing that typically happens when they have ED is they get frustrated. They get upset. They just cannot believe it happened. It is such a shock. It's a shock for both of you. Sometimes partners will kind of ignore that it even happened. They'll pretend like they didn't notice that their partner's penis didn't get hard. Like, it's the elephant in the room. You obviously notice when your penis doesn't get hard. You know, for women, we're pretty lucky. If we're not super aroused, there's no outward manifestation that clues other people in on that. For people with penises, and for the rest of the podcast, I'm going to call them men. Oh my gosh, everyone can tell they're not aroused because you can see their erection. It's visible. So if you suddenly start to not have your erection, everybody in the room knows, meaning you and your partner. So it's not a thing you can hide. And unfortunately, I think men are socialized that so much of their masculinity is related to their ability to perform sexually, their ability to have a really good erection, their ability to have really awesome intercourse, and their ability to give their partner a really good orgasm through intercourse. And they're totally getting set up for failure in this because first, many people don't really get off on penetration. And I'm talking mostly women here, you know, only 30% at the most 
have an orgasm from intercourse. So penetrative intercourse is usually not the thing that is going to give them an orgasm. There's so many myths about masculinity that I think it's really, really hard for men to get their head wrapped around that they are still a wonderful sexual person, even if they can't have an erection or even if their erection kind of comes and goes occasionally. So other things that happen when someone has ED is they pretend it doesn't happen. They might even blame their partner, like that they're not giving them enough touch, enough of the right kind of touch, enough stimulation. They're not arousing. They're not into it. They don't feel desired. There can be a host of things that someone can say to their partner to blame them for an incident of ED or for continued ED. And unfortunately for the partners, many of them take that on 100%, even when their partner doesn't blame them. Many, many women and many men that are with male partners, they will feel like somehow they're not desirable enough. Somehow they're not sexy enough. Somehow they're not enough, 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 enough for their partner. And that's why they have ED. But that's not why they have ED. There's lots of physical causes for ED, and I've got another video coming out on the physical causes of ED and what happens when someone has ED. So check that out. Another thing that goes on when someone has ED is they experience intense shame. Now, shame is different from embarrassment. Embarrassment is when, oh, it's, it's kind of silly or dumb and we feel like we did something stupid. But shame, whew, shame is way deeper. Shame is this feeling of I'm bad. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. So this intense feeling of shame really comes over many people when they have ED because they feel like they're not enough. They're not man enough. They failed their partner. So many different thoughts that go through their head. And sitting with this kind of shame is, it's just horrible. Shame is one of the worst feelings that we can have. It really brings us down and brings us very, very low. So when someone has shame with their ED, oftentimes what they will end up doing is they will avoid intimacy. I can't tell you how many partners I hear from. They're so sad. They are in such pain because their partner has ED and they are avoiding all forms of sexual intimacy and on top of that, all forms of physical touch. So what happens is because of this deep, intense shame, the person with ED doesn't want to have sex because they don't want to put themselves in that risky situation where they might not get an erection. And then they know they're going to feel horrible. And consequently, what they do is they completely avoid sex. So in doing that, they leave their partner feeling like they're not desired, like they're not loved, like they're not wanted sexually because they don't have sex and they don't focus on sex being all those things that are not penetrative intercourse. Because even if you don't have an erection, one, you can still orgasm, believe it or not. But two, 
you can do all of those wonderful, pleasurable things with your partner. There are so many yummy, good, juicy, feel-good things that you can do sexually that have nothing to do with penetrative intercourse. So by avoiding sex, they're avoiding everything, all the good stuff in order to not feel that shame of not having the erection. And that leaves partners feeling horrible. Oh my gosh, the pain that partners feel because their husbands and partners won't touch them. It's horrible for them. They feel unloved. They feel unwanted. They don't feel desired. And they miss that intimacy with their partner because that's connection, that's pleasure, that's what helps make them feel so in love with their partner. So when their partner with ED avoids all type of sexual intimacy, they miss that. They miss being held, they miss being touched, they miss just that closeness and connection that they have. And you know what makes it even worse is oftentimes the person with ED, they don't just avoid sexual intimacy. They start to avoid any type of physical intimacy or any type of romantic intimacy because oftentimes one leads to the other, which leads to the other. So think about it this way. Sometimes someone will avoid going on a romantic dinner because the romantic dinner will lead to coming home, which will lead to having sex. So if they're going to avoid sex, they're going to avoid the romantic dinner. They might sit and watch TV later at night so they can avoid going to bed at the same time as their partner. They might come up with a whole host of excuses to avoid sex. I'm tired. I don't feel good. I'm just not interested. I've got too much uh, stress at work. There's so many different things that people will say to avoid sex. Now, the kicker here is that when someone avoids physical intimacy, that means they're not touching their partner. So they're not giving them hugs. They're not giving them kisses. They're not just touching them in ways that they used to that made their partner feel loved. And physical touch is so important to all of us. I mean, that's what babies need to thrive. They need physical touch. So when we don't get physical touch from the person that we love more than anyone in the world, it can be very painful. It's unbearable. So many, many people who have a partner with ED, they hunger for this type of touch. They just want any type of physical intimacy. And on top of that, they really do want the sexual intimacy too. They don't need penetrative intercourse. The problem with avoiding any type of physical touch and then any type of sexual intimacy when you have erectile dysfunction is that by doing that, you're missing out on having any positive sexual experiences that might take some of your anxiety away about the erectile dysfunction. And anxiety is a direct contributor to erectile dysfunction. So if you have ED once and you start to really, really worry about it, you're more than likely going to have it the next time because your body has trouble getting an erection 
when you are anxious, when you are in that part of your central nervous system that you're exuding anxiety and you're worried or your brain is there, you're going to have a hard time getting an erection. Plus, you're going to miss all of those great sexual arousing feelings. You're not going to be paying attention to them because you're going to be in your head thinking about and worrying about your erection. So when you avoid any type of sexual contact, you avoid having a positive sexual experience that might mitigate your anxiety and also might help open your eyes and help you see there are so many other wonderful sexual things that you can do that don't involve an erect penis. My hope for those of you listening to this is that if you're a guy, you will hear yourself in this and you will realize you need to make some changes and do some things differently. And by doing things differently, I don't mean going to the doctor in secret and getting the little magic blue pill because you think that's going to fix all your problems because the pill only works for a portion of people. Instead, what I mean is talking to your partner and trying to have some type of physical intimacy with them and trying some type of sexual intimacy. But you've got to talk to your partner about it. You cannot keep avoiding physical intimacy or sexual intimacy. My other hope is that partners that are hearing this will know that the pain they feel, it's real, and others feel the same way. I hear this so often from partners of those with ED. They just want to be touched. They just want to feel sexually loved by their partners, and they don't need a hard penis to be able to feel that. So I hope if you are someone who has a partner with ED, that maybe you can have them listen to this podcast episode, and I hope it will help them. This is such a difficult subject for so many people, and I have such a heart for this. It is one of my specialty areas, and I have lived this in my relationship. My husband's older than me. And as you get older, it's not going to cause ED to get older, but the likelihood of you having ED is higher as you get older. It typically goes by the decade. So once you're in your 50s, 50% of people in their 50s are going to have ED, 60 in their 60s, 70 in their 70s, 80 in their 80s. So really, the majority of men are going to have to deal with this at some point in their lifetime. So my hope is that in listening to this, you will know you're not alone. You will know that there is hope and you can do things differently, but avoiding physical touch, avoiding romantic gestures, avoiding sexual intimacy, that is not a recipe for you working through this and coming out of this with a healthy sexual relationship. It's a recipe for disconnection in your relationship. It's a recipe for you to become roommates. And that leads to resentment and unhappiness. And I know that's not what you want. If you're interested in learning more about erectile dysfunction and how to treat it in your relationship, you can check out a course I created called Take Charge of ED. You can find it on my website, www.lovefillife.com. It's a course that's meant for an individual or for an individual and their partner. And if you're interested in it, please reach out to me. You can sign up online, P 
periodically I run groups through the course, but for many people, just taking it individually helps them learn helpful information that improves their erectile dysfunction and helps them as a couple to be able to work through it. Thanks so much for listening today. I know this is a really heavy subject of erectile dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction is such a heavy issue for so many people and it causes so much pain. And I really appreciate you listening today. I hope you were able to have some takeaways that will help you. Until next time, remember, life really is too short for bad sex. Thanks so much.